What's up, Tanner J. Man Show Nation? This is Tanner Lee, one half of the Tanner J. Man Show, and on behalf of myself and my co-host, Josh the J-Man Munt, we appreciate you listening to our podcast. If you're a new listener to our podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts at. If that happens to be on Apple Podcasts, please give us a rating and review as that helps us out a bunch. Watch our podcast live every Monday night from 6.30 to 7.30 Eastern Standard Time on the ISC Sports Network. And make sure to give us a like on Facebook and a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy some hot takes, topics, picks, and more on a brand new episode of the Tan and J Man Show. What is up, Tana J Man Show Nation? Happy New Year to you all. It's 2022. It's Monday night. It's January 3rd. J Man and I are ready to bring you episode one of season six of the Tana J Man Show. There's something about the new year that just energizes me. I, I don't know if it was my four days off of work or what, but uh, I'm raring and ready to go. Hit, hitting the gym, J Man, getting swole. Um, Maybe maybe next week. <laughs> maybe, maybe next week. I thought you were gonna say maybe next year. Maybe, yeah, probably next year is the price. I, I mean, we're already three days in. Why yeah. blow it now? You know, yeah. I mean, might as well yeah. just push it off till next year. But you're right. There is something about the um, new year. I don't know something. Even if it's sports related, it kind of mm-hmm. gives you optimism for your teams. Even though there's really no optimism for our NFL teams as far as their playoff hopes go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dolphins get right back in and are eliminated the next week. That's just, it was an incredibly familiar feeling, let me tell you. You know, I was reminded this morning on Twitter that from 1983 through 2016, the Broncos had five losing seasons. Now they've had five losing seasons straight. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. job, guys. Dolphins job. have not won a playoff game since I was eight. That's that's incredible. I, really I remember watching it, too. Uh, it was an overtime game against the Colts. One of probably the first of shank from Mike Vanderjack that helped uh, the Dolphins win that one. But, uh, yeah, I like I don't know what it feels like. Yeah, and, and you you had that tweet, I think, or retweeted something and showed all the years since like mm-hmm. 2000. What Miami's two playoff appearances, two playoff appearances since 2002. Yeah, Jeez, 2000 seven eight season and then uh, 16 take thank tom brady for a lot of those but still still, <laughs> still it's i yeah. mean it, it does kind of suck they added the playoff team last year they win 10 games and still didn't get in they have yeah. a chance to finish over 500 and they're still not going to get in but yeah. uh this i was pretty chill yesterday just don't start one and seven and lose to jacksonville like right. that's all you would have had it. if they would just be jacksonville they probably would have had a playoff spot clinched already you're right. I was or complaining at home. yesterday, even though I didn't figure that the Broncos would win against the Chargers, especially with like 12 guys out due to COVID. A lot of them were big time playmakers for them. Um, but the whole time, I'm just still yelling about the week four. If he just beat the Raiders, you'd be yeah. right there in the hunt. Right there in it. But yeah, I mean, they took care of the crappy teams on their schedule, but anybody close to 500 over 500, they yeah. couldn't beat. So, and the reality of the situation, neither team's probably good enough to. Yep even make it to be nope. honest so no nope. i mean neither is. one of them even if they would have got in they probably wouldn't last it long no. but it still would have yeah. been nice just to make just it to have an it, appearance but, yep um is what um, it is yep i have some birdie bogey for you it's not nfl related it's nba related your hey, oh gosh but it's a new year i can i can start off with the birdie yep. let's we go are, let's do it we are starting at even um devin booker became the third player ever to have ten thousand points and 800 made threes before turning the age of 26. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you name those two other players? One gets uh, you a par, two gets you a bird. Oh, that's going to be tough. <laughs> I, I think you have a pretty good chance to stay even at least. That's the kiss of death. Um, Anytime you think I have a good, a good chance point. to do something, yeah, that's a, it never that's works. A, but I'm going to give it the old college try. Give him yes, my best sir. effort. 
Birdie Bogey brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC for fresh, locally grown, nutrient dense produce and Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblenomellc.com. Get your veggies. Yeah, it'd help if I get the lower third up there. You know, you think it's my first rodeo here. We've all been doing StreamYard for like two years. So. New year, new Tanner. <laughs> Jeez, already <laughs> falling behind, already falling behind. But we got a lot to talk about tonight, Jay, man. I mean, yes, we sir. got college football, bowl season, championship mm-hmm. matchup set. We have college hoops going on, conference season for the Big oh, Ten started. Love conference season. Of course, we have NFL, uh, 17 weeks in the books, week 18 going on this week. So we have winners and losers go over and in a preview of predictions. So what are we starting with? I'm putting the ball in your court. Oh, man. Um, let's start with some college bowl action. I mean, we saw a classic Music City Bowl that I'm I see you're wearing your uh, your Purdue little zip I, up there. I am. It doesn't zip up anymore. It's so old. No. But uh, <laughs> no, that was a fun, a fun yeah. football game, especially if you're a fan of scoring. I mean, if you got up to go to the restroom or go to get a snack, you in the third or fourth quarter, you probably missed a touchdown. <laughs> it was just back and forth, back and forth. And uh, I was just really proud of Purdue. Even halfway through the game, I said, he looked at my dad, I said, you know what? Even if they lose the game, I'm proud of their effort. I mean, without seven starters, uh, two being out, um, you know, for their NFL careers, two academic wise, one injured, and then two tested positive for COVID while, while down in Nashville. So they're without seven starters. And, you know, I think Tennessee was that without two starters. And you're playing at Nissan Stadium, holds a little over 69,000. They estimated 62,000 or so were orange and white Tennessee, really? Tennessee fans. So it was just a pure road game. I, that, that's so crazy because when I was watching it, it sure felt like Purdue fans were a lot louder for whatever reason. They must have been mic'd up right by the mm. – maybe maybe right under the announcers or something. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they said Purdue had a decent crowd. You know, 7,000 isn't – awful i guess i think they sold out of all their tickets they had but when knoxville's only two and a half to three hours away mm-hmm. from nashville um it's kind of advantage tennessee which maybe they shouldn't be allowed to play in that bowl but i don't think they usually do well in that bowl because their fans are saying boycott the music city bowl from now on <laughs> and of course the controversial call and in overtime which their fans are still whining today paul feinbaum said <laughs> Tennessee's eight and five in his opinion. Yeah. And I'm like, for one, dude, you didn't even give Purdue the field goal credit in your final score. Right. And two, okay, Tennessee scores. They still had to stop Purdue. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people forget that part. And yeah, and they hadn't stopped them all second half, really. Right. Um, and of of course you have a chance to stop and you might get a lucky bounce or something and get sure, a turnover. Sure. But I mean, they would have had to stop. And I wouldn't have been surprised if Purdue just went for two and tried to end it there anyway. Um, that's why so, I was I looking back. I kind of wish that would have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they would have just gave Tennessee the touchdown. Purdue was scored with for two. Got it. Then what would Tennessee's excuse Nothing. be? Cause, cause you could go after Hypo. Hypo coached a dumb game in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tennessee really helped Purdue out with some decisions they made. I thought he got very cocky with some of his clock management and, um, he could extended lead by five early in the fourth quarter and went for it on fourth and one and didn't get it. Just mm-hmm. things like that. I thought he kind of, is is to blame too? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a really good game. I mean, a lot. It went a lot better than the last time Purdue was in the Music City Bowl. <laughs> well, that didn't take much. <laughs> I think uh, Purdue gave up forty five points within the first like seven minutes or so. It was off. Well, when it was twenty one seven halfway through the first, I'm like, here we go again. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, obviously credit Purdue. I mean, without really their two best players and David Bell and George Karloftis, as well as five other starters. Um, I mean. Brom needed that season for one, sure did, um, and he uh, probably saved himself from maybe some hot seat talk next year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a contract extension mm-hmm. now. I bet they're working something behind the scenes. Um, I mean, because nine wins—that's the most Purdue's had since two thousand and three. Yeah, and I mean they've only had one ten-win season in their history. And this is, you know, of course there's that big debate right now. What does what do bowl games even mean to these players? And the players that were on the field the other day, that, that meant a lot to them. A lot to and them. and yeah. it can it can take your program into a momentum direction sometimes. So and honestly it's an accomplishment in itself just to play the game. Oh it I mean, was. We, I was, we saw I was, so many bowl games yeah. canceled head, heading up to Thursday, really. Um, and really since Thursday you haven't seen any. None. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had the, I, mean, I don't think one New Year's Six Bowl was canceled or postponed. Nope. Nope. Um, of course, they're going to do everything in their power to try to do the playoff game. Sure. Uh, which honestly, 
two of those teams could have forfeited anyways. <laughs> what, what I'm glad you brought that up because I mean, I, I'm glad they're going to extend the playoffs. They need to extend it, but what it's like, it's a broken system. What, what can they do to fix it? Cause every single game besides the championships and even the championships in some cases are blowouts. Ban Nick Saban. <laughs> like or that's, <laughs> that's, that that's literally the only thing holding this system up is Nick Saban. That is it. Yeah. No one's beating him. Like no one's going to beat him. I don't think Georgia has a shot in the oh, world. Oh, I think they have a shot. I mean, we thought that in the SEC championship too, and they just got absolutely whooped. And I'm sure that will probably play into it and it'll probably be a lot better game. But you take Nick Saban away from Alabama and it just opens things up. I don't think um, expanding the playoff does anything. I think it's going to be the same two teams yeah. every single year. We're going to see blowout after blowout. Now the early games of the playoff might be better than say whoever Alabama's facing. Um, and it gives more teams a chance, but I, I don't think the outcome is going to be any different. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. It just seems like, I mean, I, I didn't even watch a minute of the two playoff games. I was I don't preoccupied think I doing, doing yeah. other things, but and then I check score. I'm like, that's not worth my time. Mm-mm. Um, well, the Rose Bowl was entertaining. That was a great Rose Bowl game. It, the Rose Bowl never disappoints. No, ever. it doesn't. It doesn't. Seems like every still, year it's that. I still think it's the best bowl game there is mm-hmm. with the tradition it's, and everything. Yeah, it's definitely the most prestigious, as you said, yeah. with the tradition. Um, as as far as the non-playoff games, I think that is by far. I mean, they call it the granddaddy of them all for a reason. I, I don't like it when it is one of the playoff bowls. It kind of yeah. takes away from it, it a little bit. What do you think of Kirk, Kirk Herbstreit's comments the other day? Idiotic. Like, I don't agree with that whatsoever. Guys are finally getting smart enough. Players are finally getting smart enough to know I could lose millions upon millions of dollars if I get injured here in a really meaningless ball game. It, they're not meaningless. I shouldn't say that. But for a non-playoff game, it makes all the sense in the world. Glorified guys. exhibition, kind it, of. It, it essentially is. And, I mean, they're fun to watch and all yep. of that. Uh, but to call this generation soft and they don't care about football just because they're protecting their own interests. I mean, as I, I saw people say this on Twitter, well, why, why don't you uh, broadcast a game for the love of the game instead of getting a paycheck yeah. this week? Yeah. Same yeah. thing. I, I think he could have got the point over better if he was more careful with his words, mm-hmm. because I, I think I know what he was trying to say. Cause I do think there's a little truth to what he was saying, not related to the bulls, but just this generation in general and even our age. <laughs> I, I do think video games and other things and, and staying inside mm-hmm. instead of going outside and being active. Um, I do think a lot of kids are growing up and don't love the sport as much as maybe kids of a decade, two yeah. decades ago. But yeah, like you said, they're making a business decision and you can't fault a kid for wanting to play in the bowl game or not play. Sure. Don't, don't rip the kid. I mean, you're, you're looking at what's happening in the NFL now, Jamar chase, Opted out of last football season. He is going to win AFC or oh. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year. Oh, yeah. Mike Micah Parsons opted out. Dude's been unbelievable because right. they opted out and right. they worked on individual skills right. they needed to do. Right. And they're absolute superstars now. So I think we're going to see more and more kids starting to do this. And I think it's not only like – not. I mean, I'm sure they're worried about breaking a bone or something, mm-hmm. but not just that. It's probably more tweaking an ankle or a knee and then to where you're fine by the combine, but it's you still take a two-tenths of a second off your 40 right. or whatever. Or, and, or you can't run at all or you yeah. can't work out at all, all that yeah. stuff. So Right. So, yeah, I I like her curb streak, but I thought he was a little off there. Yeah, and it didn't help that Desmond kind of <laughs> – he kind of jumped right on top and added to it, which uh, – and uh, I mean, it's it's part of ESPN's fault because Kirk's having to broadcast four games in five days. He's having to travel across the country. It's really, really early in the morning um, <laughs> out in California, and he's having all this travel. And I'm sure he's just not thinking nearly as clearly as um, he usually does. And he he probably has the same opinion, but as you said, his words could have been a lot better. And I'm sure that could have been a lot better um, had he gotten a little bit more rest maybe uh now that's not to defend him at all but i mean kirk could have come out and clarified things as well or espn could have come out but they couldn't care less about what these guys say they're just going to continue to say their stuff and not apologize for anything and so yeah kirk kirk did come out later and kind of yeah and he kind of in better words tweeted what he was trying Mm. to say 
but I did not. You know what? Once it's already out there, it's already out there. Yeah, it's already out there, and um, people's opinions aren't going to change. Uh, what do you think about the Big Ten performances so far? Pretty good up until really uh, lately, like the up last until few days. Uh, Penn State, Iowa, and Michigan played. Yeah. I mean, uh, Minnesota won their bowl game. Maryland blew out. I think Virginia Tech. Yeah, they killed played. them. Pinstripe uh, put up yep. fifty-six points. Uh, you knew Michigan didn't have a shot, and honestly, that's part of the committee's fault there. Um, Michigan they State won- got it done without Walker. Yeah, yeah, they did um, against Pitt. Yeah, they, even though Pitt didn't back. have pick, they didn't have pick him. So, it. but that's uh, fair. Both teams don't have their best yeah. player. Um, as and and going back to Michigan, it probably should have been Alabama versus Georgia in that first game, but oh, they yeah. wanted they, they wanted to protect that yeah. uh, sort of matchup there, which will be great for the city of game. Indianapolis. I mean, that's Huge. gonna be great that yeah. they get that matchup, but but it's it, it's one of those things where it's the same two teams every year that I don't know if I'm gonna watch it because I just don't care, right. Even though um, last times they made it, it was the uh, Tua's throw. Yeah, replacing Hurts, it was a classic. It, it was a really good one, but I think people just kind of have Alabama fatigue, and we've talked about this oh, sure. for a couple years now. They have Alabama fatigue, they have SEC fatigue, um, and really, ESPN and the committee and the NCAA does everything in their interest to protect that. They they don't care about parity um, right. whatsoever. I have Notre Dame fatigue when it comes to college football playoff or the New Year's Six Bowls. They have lost 10 straight. <laughs> yeah. 0 and 10. Yeah. Yeah, they, and, uh... and this, I mean, they've got up 28 to 7. They, oh, maybe Marcus Freeman's going to turn this thing around. Um, and I saw some Notre Dame fans tweet, and this team's better than Cincinnati and Michigan. Well, you lost Cincinnati for one. <laughs> yeah. um, two, you would have lost to Michigan. Yeah. And three, you just let Oklahoma State come back and beat you almost by double digits. Right. And and I know, once again, it's a glorified exhibition, but it just feels like another good Notre Dame season ends with a thud. Yeah, it's exactly (laughs) what it is. And, I mean, they're getting to the point where their playoff are bust as well. Yes. Um, Those games, the bowl games don't mean anything. Just It's it's much like Ohio State in that fact as well. There were, like, so few Ohio State fans at the Rose Bowl. It was a Utah home game almost. Oh, they did. You know, and uh, Purdue, Illinois, you know, they go to a Rose Bowl once every, like, 40 Pat. years. Yeah. So you got to go. Notre, or mm-hmm. Ohio State, if they don't make championship, they go to Rose Bowl almost every year. So yeah. it's nothing new. And that's why we're seeing so many kids opt out of the Rose Bowl. I honestly think if Purdue would have made the Rose Bowl, David Bell, George Kloftis, they, they might, they might they they probably play in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, in Ohio State and Notre Dame, it's funny we're talking about those. They play each other week one next year at Columbus. That'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Marcus so, Freeman's alma mater. Yep. Um, I'll be a yep. good one. Looks like he grabbed one of his uh, former teammates, James Laronitis. Looks like he's yeah. getting Notre Dame staff. So I, I didn't realize Freeman was there. I guess he's at that age where he would have been there with Laronitis. Yeah, I don't know what the overlap was exactly, mm. but it would. I think they were there at probably at about the same one age. year of the four. Yeah. Because Laronitis graduated in 07. I would say oh. maybe Freeman was a little after that. If he's 34-ish, so probably – had a few years overlap. Yeah. So uh, that that will be a fun big-time college football week one matchup. But uh, mm-hmm. we got two bowl games left, Kansas State and LSU, and then the mm-hmm. uh, championship game. And, and uh, I'm going to check the Tan and J-Man show bowl pick them standings because they have shifted dramatically in the last few days. Um, I was kind of surprised. Of course, a lot of people, to be honest, took a big hit. Uh, in the Tennessee Purdue game. Uh, let's see here. Right now, with the lead with 428 points, our good buddy Andrew Eiler has the lead. Andrew Eiler. Which he wasn't even towards the top, but his, uh, what was big for him lately was he had 27 on Ohio State, 29 on Baylor, and he's won. Eight of the last nine games, the only mm-hmm. one he missed was Notre Dame for eight. I'm sick of Andrew winning things. Uh, my cousin's husband, Nate Mills, is in second. My dad's in third. I'm in fourth. Mm, where's the J-Man at? J-Man. Ninth. We used to do this pick them every year for money. And every year, like, heading into, like, that final week, or even weekend, I'd be right in there in that money range, one through three, and every time I'd like drop down to twelfth or something like that without fail. So that's pretty much yeah. happened the same. 
Yep, that's why I was I was look I look at standings every day just to see if I'm like even a couple days ago I'm like this thing's far from over because mm-hmm. there's gonna be some big shifts at the end. So, yep. Nice. But uh, any more bulb talk? Um, no, I guess we'll prick pick the um championship game on next monday next monday yep um, i don't have i mean we could talk about that controversial blowing the whistle which i think the guy's forward progress was stopped and it's illegal to even carry the guy into the end zone like right. that anyway so right but they, uh, they c- can't complain about it It was wi- it, w- it was wild on the replay because lifetime i thought his knee was down i didn't even think mm-hmm. he was laying on top of the guy and then the replay uh yeah that's um unfortunately the rule and we've seen bad for progress stoppage calls sure. in the past i mean yeah. what was it it was the clemson no ohio state was that it in the playoff couple Gosh, years ago they all they, run together anymore. I, yeah I, I don't it might not even been that sort of situation but felt like it kind of hurt ohio state yep and then of course the bush push back yep. in the day i mean you can't do that either so but it didn't get called so it's uh yeah, but the Paul Feinbaums on the world just make me laugh. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why these guys go out of the way to defend Tennessee. I think it's an SEC thing more than anything. It is, and he works for um, an SEC network, you know. So it's, yeah. Um, I mean, I as part of the Boiler Breakdown, we had a good time on the Tennessee podcast the other the other. We were on a Tennessee podcast last week. They were all nice to us, at least to our face, but <laughs> they were a little different on Twitter. But that, uh-huh. that's okay. That's all right. So, yeah, Tennessee fans have uh, become maybe the most insufferable in college. They football. are very toxic, and uh, yeah. I know Purdue fans are loving the tears of the Tennessee no, I'm fans. Sure. So, yeah. because a lot of them were pretty darn mean before the game, and and of course, a lot of them even wanted to bring up uh, the Carson Edwards uh, not giving them room to land, and uh, no, oh, yeah, they brought that up too. <laughs> they, so they really they brought up basketball, and, huh? Man. Yeah, yeah. So, which it was nice. Uh, a lot of, or funny, a lot of Purdue fans were just sending them Ryan Klein gifts. So, <laughs> I had to have some fun with it. I mean, Tennessee, I'm tired of playing them in sports, to be honest. I, they're like just playing in basketball every year. Almost every year. And football, they've won uh, this year and then the 1980 Blue Bonnet Bowl. And mm-hmm. later on that year, Purdue's basketball team made the Final Four. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. it's a good almond. Maybe. Hopefully. Yeah. What's um, next, Jay, man? You want to be educated? Yeah, I need to learn some stuff on January 3rd here. On this day in 1920, the Boston Red Sox baseball club owner Harry Frazee announced his agreement to sell slugger George Herman Ruth to the New York Yankees for a great great move. $125,000 in cash and a $350,000 loan. It was the start of the 84-year curse of the Bambino. It was fun while it lasted. Mm-hmm. Now the Red Sox are um, dynasty. Yeah. Uh, Betty White passed away. Yeah, that was too bad. On, that was two, uh, weeks, Friday. two weeks before her 100th birthday. Babe Ruth hit, I think I saw 552 homers after Betty White was born. Which, wow. Which tells you how long Betty White lived. <laughs> yeah, it does. Wow. Uh, that's insane. Um, on this day in 1971, it was the first ever AFC championship. Baltimore Colts beat the Oakland Raiders 27-17. John Madden, who passed away last week, yeah, um, was the head coach of the Raiders. The Raiders. Yeah, John Madden. We didn't even get to speak on this last week because it hadn't mm-hmm. happened yet. Uh, yeah, it was terrible to see. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know it's bad when I'm talking good of a Raider. Uh, but <laughs> John Madden was a huge part of my childhood growing up playing video games. I still oh, play Madden's still. video games to yeah. this day. Um, that's the way I keep in touch with a lot of my buddies out of town. We play an online franchise. And, uh, yeah, he better be on the cover next year's game. That's all I got to say. And I'm I'm glad I did that word association a few weeks ago with yeah. it. It was all the Madden covers of yeah, the past that was like, very fitting. so years. So yeah. it worked pretty well. It did. On this day in 1973, a 12-man syndicate led by Michael Burke and George Steinbrenner III buys MLB's New York Yankees from CBS. CBS owned the Yankees. I did not know Yeah, that. I did know that. I, and I think they got them fairly cheap then, too. Guess guess the price. I have it right here. Oh, man. Ah, this is going to be way off. Like $70 million? You get a bogey. <laughs> $700 Ten, million? $10 million. Oh, not even. Wow, I was way yeah. off. A little different day back in nineteen. I was off by sixty million. I guess could have been a lot worse. Yeah. If you would have guessed seven hundred million, uh, it'd be even farther off. On this Only day, six hundred ninety million there. Six. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I could have done that. I could have done the math. A lot easier there. On this day in 1981, your favorite golfer of all time, Johnny Miller, wins the sport's oh. first million-dollar tournament when he beat Seve Ballesteros of Spain in a playoff in the inaugural, inaugural million-dollar world challenge at Sun City, South Africa. God, I hadn't thought about Johnny Miller in a long time. Ugh. Johnny. She's the worst. Just the worst. On this day in 1983, Dallas Cowboys running back ran a record 99-yard touchdown um, against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. That was pretty legendary for a while. Who who was it? Tony Dorsett. Did I not say that? No, he said <laughs> Cowboys running back. <laughs> Tony Dorsett. Forgot his name. Yeah, yeah he was a good one. Um. On this day in 1994, Steve Young of the San Francisco 49ers becomes the first quarterback to win three straight NFL passing titles. It's incredible. They went from Montana to Young. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah it's just wild. And they ha- they were kind of pushing Montana out for Steve Young. Sure, he went to the Chiefs. Yeah. Yep. On this day in 1997, legendary UTEP head basketball coach Don Haskins becomes the 10th coach in NCAA Division I history to record 700 wins. That's a lot of wins. Mm -hmm. He was the legendary UTEP coach that started five African-Americans in the national championship game. Weren't they Texas Western then? Yep, Texas Western then. Uh, Glory Road? Yep, it was a great movie. Who won the third BCS championship in 2001? 2001, that would have been, uh, uh, might be off by a year here. Was that Miami over Nebraska? Nope, that was the that next was year. So, 2001 would have been, let's go with, um, uh, crud. Oklahoma was in it, right? Is that your, is that your guess? Uh, yeah, o- Oklahoma. You redeemed yourself, and you're back up to even in this. Uh, Hypo Hi- was the runner-up for the Heisman that year. Winky was first. Drew Brees was third. Michael Vick and LT were fourth and fifth. The final score was thirteen to two. Who'd they play? Florida State. Okay, because Florida State beat Virginia Tech the year prior to that. Mm. Who won in two thousand three? Okay, so I got to think. 2003, so 03 was Ohio State over Miami. Yep. That was Miami should have won the late Con- Extremely controversial. In the Tostillas Fiesta Bowl. If anyone has a case to say they got absolutely screwed over, it was Miami. Yeah, I remember because uh, that was like the first year I did the bowl pick them, and I had Miami. So I was watching at a friend of the show, Austin Faust's house. I was going nuts that Miami was going to win. And he <laughs> throws the flag. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Yep. Yep. On this day, and that's going to do it. That's a pretty good list. Yeah, it was pretty, a lot better than last week. Pretty last week list. was awful. And we actually um, don't have an on this day segment right now. So if you're listening to this podcast or watching and, and yourself or your business or organizations looking to do some uh, advertising for a cheap price, uh, contact Josh or I and uh, get you set up to be the on this day sponsor every week. So. Sir. Yep. Moving on to a little bit of baseball news. Oh. Um there there is no real baseball news, but I thought this was interesting and quite frankly sad and really quite frankly again ticks me off. Ken Rosenthal was fired just fired by MLB Network over his past criticism of Commissioner Rob Manfred. That is sad. Yep. Rob, that is sad. Mm -hmm. That is pathetic. Man, that pisses me off, quite quite frankly. Uh, Well, since since we're on the MLB topic, um, we we, we said last week we're going to come up with 22 bold predictions for 2022, and we do uh, seven, seven, and eight the next three weeks. Mm -hmm. And one of mine, seven, has to do with MLB. So are you ready to give, of them here? Give, yeah. give bold predictions? My one related to MLB is I predict that the MLB season will not start on time. Mine is Major League Baseball and MLBPA will come to an agreement by the end of January and we'll get a spring training. So I, I hope you're right good. and I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I, ho- I hope so. Yeah. But uh, what's one of your other ones? I have the Chicago Cubs will sign Carlos Correa or Trevor Story. 
hopefully Correa, if I'm choosing between those yeah, two. I can see that. Um, that was it for baseball. Yeah, that was my only baseball one. Um, this one I think is definitely going to happen. I think Big Ben's going to retire. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's pretty safe uh, bet. Um, one of my other ones, the Chicago Bulls will get the number one seed in the East. Okay, Dan Dockage. Today, but losing Dockage the playoffs. Said, Doc, oh, Dockage said the Bulls are going to the finals today, so he just cursed th- the Bulls season. I don't think they're going to go to the finals. Um, I, I think they're legitimately really good and probably a top three team in the East right now. They are getting it uh, done right now. I don't see them beating Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah, I – yeah, I still have not watched more than Brooklyn. about five minutes of NBA action this year. So. I've tuned into the Bulls more often than not, mainly because they're good, I, mainly because yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say they got your um, boy on the team. But other than that, I uh, haven't watched a whole lot of NBA. I got quite a few NFL ones here. I said Aaron Rodgers will be a Green Bay Packer come week one of the 2022 season. I have that on my list as well. I said Aaron Rodgers will remain a Green Bay Packer. Yep, I've uh, swayed my opinion over the last two months. It sounds like, and there was a report yesterday that their relationship is so much improved that they're going to do everything in their power to keep him, which why why they didn't try to do that last offseason is ridiculous, but... I mean, I guess we'll see how things play out in the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I think uh, I think he'll remain there. And and I do want to give. Oh, go ahead. It it will be interesting because Devontae Adams is a free agent. So if he were to sign somewhere else, does Rogers think a little differently? Right. Um, and it's seven oh one now. I see. Uh, for the Tina Jamie Show Nation, I wanted to be uh, be known that I am missing the Purdue home game mm-hmm. against Wisconsin to do this podcast. It's pretty so, big. So I and am Purdue. I am in it for you guys. Right. Yep, I am currently watching it uh, in the background here. Wisconsin just missed a three to start it. Was um, it Johnny Davis? It was not Johnny Davis. It was number 22. Don't know what his name is. I haven't yeah. watched a whole lot of Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's garbage, even though they've <laughs> they've had an incredibly easy non-conference schedule. Um, Did you know they've come back four times down double digits in the second half to win games? Well, they've it's taken them overtime to be Illinois State. Right. They beat Nichols State by three. Hey, Nichols can shoot lights out, man. I mean, you yeah, you saw them shoot lights out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't think Wisconsin's very good. Yeah. Speaking of the Big Ten, I have an extremely bold prediction here that I think you'll probably scoff at. Only four Big Ten teams will make the NCAA tournament this year. It wouldn't shock me. Um, I have Michigan State, Ohio State, Illinois, and Purdue. Those are my four that I think have the best shot. You don't think Michigan turns it around? They have to start. I mean, they had a bad road loss at Central Florida. Got whooped. I know. Um, Indiana's losing to Penn State. I don't believe in Wisconsin because their non-con was so bad. I don't believe in Minnesota. Minnesota has a huge opportunity tomorrow against a quad one team in Illinois um, that they have to get done at home, really, I think, if they have a shot. Um, I, I mean, Iowa, have we seen enough from Iowa to think they're an NCAA tournament team? No, not consistent enough right now. I'm trying to think of other. Teams. I feel like so many teams haven't played in the Big Ten because that's in, so. in that's fair. Um, Rutgers has been disappointing. Yeah. So I just I'm I mean yeah, I I think bold. it's bold. It's, it's what this is bold for. Prediction. Bold prediction. Well, I I will go back to my NFL one after this one because it's funny you brought that up. I said the ACC will have four or less teams make the tournament. They might have two or less teams. I know make the tournament. It's incredible. Duke, for the first time, I saw this stat. I think it's the first time in seventy or eighty years, maybe, that they only the ACC only had one team receiving votes in the Associated Press. And it yeah. was Duke. Yeah, only one. Duke, Duke, Duke doesn't have a ranked team left on their schedule. Yeah, that's pathetic. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awful. It's been that way for like three and, weeks. And the ACC was terrible last year too. Remember, right? So yeah. I don't hate to see it. No, I can't stand the ACC. Um, let's see here. I think we will see a rematch of the Super Bowl from last year. I hope you're wrong, but I would, Bank, it would City. shock me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong too. I hope I it's do, not Green Bay though. I do have another college basketball one. I think Purdue will be the only university out of the state of Indiana to make the tournament. That's a very good prop possibility. I mean, Indiana's really their only hope. <laughs> and yeah, I don't see Notre Dame or Butler. I don't know about the little schools, the, the Valpo. I mean, they, Boston. They, they can they always win their to, conference tournament and get yeah, in. Yeah, so, and that's the only way they can get in. Yeah, probably. but I'm, I'm I'm thinking they won't. Um, 
in Indiana needed that game yesterday. They still can't score. Like they're the exact same offense that we've seen under um, Archie Miller. Yep, uh, the exact same team. Their message boards were pretty comical last night. I bet. A lot of them were saying I mean, this was just a band aid hire. Woodson will be out in three years. All this other stuff. So I was like, had, did um, Mason Gillis shoot many threes last year? Yeah. Did he? Okay, he's already made two of them today. He's a good three point shooter. He just needs yeah. to take his time. Interesting. He's starting in the Caleb first is back in the lineup, but he's not starting tonight. He he was an wow. out uh, with COVID protocols last week. So oh, hey, at so, least you guys only had one. Illinois yes. had ten. Yeah, had ten so, guys. So yep. Um, the number one seed in the AFC will not win a playoff game. So that's most likely the Titans. Tennessee. Yeah, if if Tennessee beats Houston, they clinch the one seed. Yeah, so. and, and it sounds like Derrick Henry is going to be back for the playoffs. They announced yeah. today. So they're they're gonna get the one seed yep. <laughs> against Houston. Um, a few other ones I had here: Russell Wilson will not be the Seahawks' starting quarterback come Week One. Could definitely see that. I don't know where no. exactly he'll be. I just no, think neither. I think I think it's time for Seattle to blow it up. They should. Um, I mean, they had a heck of a run, decade run essentially. Yep. Um, it's it's time. They're not good anymore. Um, my last one here, at least one wild card team will play in the championship game. Interesting. I like that one in the NFL. That'd be fun. And I think it'll, I think the team in Arizona in the NFC, I could see the Colts in the AFC. Um, I can't see any other AFC teams doing it unless maybe new England somehow wins the division. Yeah. I don't see the Raiders or the Chargers doing it. No, which yeah, the winner gets in, and there, there's an off chance both can get in, but it requires Jacksonville beating Indianapolis, Indy. which yeah. is not going to happen. So, no. my last one, I think Peyton Manning will become a part of an ownership group for the Denver Broncos. They need somebody up top to start making some absolutely. Decisions. This uh, bull and trust thing's been a mess for years, mm-hmm. and it's 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 time because it's, it's hurting the franchise. You don't mm-hmm. have anybody the GM can look to really, so or a, a figure. So it's it's time. It's it's time to start from the top to the bottom. My 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 worry is, I mean, they're going to lose this weekend. My worry is they keep Fangio but get rid of the rest of the staff. But we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I mean, you've been a known hater of Pat Shermer because oh. offenses are so terrible. <laughs> I just about just about said a word that's never been said on Tanner J. Bad Show. So glad I caught myself there. <laughs> that was really close. Uh. Uh, yeah, the guys terrible. All all you need to know yesterday is. Drew Locke got hurt for a series, his shoulder. When he comes back in, Shermer runs a QB sneak. And then the goal line, he runs a Philly special to where Locke caught it and got tackled. Are you trying to hurt the guy? I mean, yeah. idiot. Uh, and wasn't there a report? I think I just saw you favorite something on Twitter that uh, the players have gone up to him and say, hey, this isn't working. And he's pretty much told yep. them, you're a player. I'm a coach. Let me do yep. my job. Yep. You have no input. That was such a bad and move. Last it's year it's really shocking his head coaching tenure. And was he in the New York Giants? Yep. Um, yep. Went so poorly. Yeah. 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 He's awful. All right. You ready for some word association real quick? Let's hear it. Since we're on the topic of uh, NFL and the playoffs, I got, as of right now, um, all the playoff teams and the teams in the hunt, their head coaches. Starting with the AFC, Mike Vrabel. Um, tough. His teams play tough, physical football. Yeah, they, uh, he's hard not to like, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid. Hilarious. He's he's an incredibly likable guy as well. Yeah. Um, he, he said something. His New Year's resolution was it was going to be to eat less, but he'd be Pinocchio if uh, – Yeah, that's exactly what he said. That. <laughs> Zach Taylor. Um, Up and comer. I mean, they nailed it. With Joe Burrow. I mean, I think he's, he's so turning good. into a top seven or eight quarterback in the NFL already. I mean, his last two weeks has been ridiculous. Nailed it with Jamar Chase. Offense is putting up a ton of points. They're going to be a tough out playoff. If, if I had to start a franchise right now, aside, Joe Burrow. aside from Patrick Mahomes, that'd be Joe Burrow. I might even take Joe Burrow. Would you? Over, over Mahomes. There's something about Mahomes' brother that just rubs oh, me that's, the wrong way. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. <laughs> Sean McDermott. Oh man. Um the savior of, of Buffalo. Uh, they were so bad before he got there. Bill Belichick. 
greatest of all time, Tardaru. I mean, he's doing that with a rookie quarterback in there have a chance to win their nine or 11th game on Sunday. Frank, Wright. Um, Frank, Wright. Let me see, man. Why am I struggling with, um, I mean, they completely turned their season around. I mean, he started giving Jonathan Taylor the ball. Um, great offensive mind. Brandon Staley. Don't know a single thing about him besides the fact that he's the Chargers, the head coach. That's it. Um, <laughs> I, I hate that I like him as much as I do. Uh-huh. His rival, I think he's a young stud. We'll have a good um, one for him. Yeah, I think he's good. Good, good fit with uh, Justin Herbert. Yep. Mike Tomlin. A consistent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's they're there every single year, at least in the hunt. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they'll make it this year, but uh, wouldn't be surprised if he goes somewhere else as well. And I'm not sure how to pronounce this guy's last name. Uh, Rich Basakia? Oh, for the, the, the Raiders term coach. Um, interim. That's about interim. all I can say. I don't think he'll be back next year, but uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe they win and they get in. And I mean, honestly, starting with the Gruden stuff and then having to deal with the uh, Henry Rugg stuff, keeping the team together has been insane. So, I mean, he honestly probably deserves coach of the year votes just to uh, the, stay in it. Their rookie standout corner today got charged with DUI. Nate Hobbs. <laughs> yep. So he was so unbelievably bad at the university of Illinois. And <laughs> that's probably because Lovey Smith was coaching him. Um, I mean, he, that worked out sometimes. He, he was a four year starter. It just didn't seem like he was very good. And then he goes to the NFL and he's been a really good rookie. Matt LaFleur. Um, I mean, he's one of the best coaches in the NFC already. And I don't know yep. if that's a product of, coaching Aaron Rodgers, but he did a pretty dang good job at Tennessee, turning that thing offense around with Tannehill. Sean McVay. Um, Shawnee McVay. Oh man. Fiery. I mean, he's running up and down the sideline. He's, he, he's got some PJ Fleck energy. Exactly. Kind of looks like him a little bit too with more. Probably about the same age. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bruce Arians. Uh, hilarious. I, I I find him incredible. He, he's the Greg Popovich of, the NFL, in my opinion, older guy. He has that dry sense of humor. Um, I like him. I do think he should have kicked Antonio Brown off the team a couple uh, long weeks time ago. ago. But, uh, I think they got desperate for receivers because Godwin's out and Evans was out. That they allowed that head case back in. Mike McCarthy. Oh, terrible! I just I think he's a terrible <laughs> head coach. Kyle Shanahan. Overrated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he's overrated pretty clearly. Cliff Kingsbury. Overrated. <laughs> uh, they needed that win yesterday against Dallas yeah. in the worst way. Nick Sirianni. Um, don't know much about him either, but either. Uh, keep keeping them together because they look like one of the worst teams in the NFC, and they've completely turned it around. Jalen Hurts has kind of turned it on. Um, yeah. And lastly, Sean Payton. Um, I think he'll be somewhere else next year, maybe Chicago. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that one. He, he went to Eastern Illinois. I don't know where mm-hmm. he's originally from. I know he's what, a, and he was on the Bears from. roster for a little while, wasn't he? I believe so. I'm going to see where he's from real quick. I know he went to Eastern Illinois. And that's going to do it for the Word Association segment, which is brought to you by Retley Attorney at Law. Retley and the Law Office of Andrew Key LLC are located at 206 4th Street in Logansport, Indiana. Rep provides legal services to the people of North Central Indiana and practices criminal defense, family law, and personal injury. If you need a lawyer who cares about your results and will fight for you, call Rhett today to schedule a free consultation at 574-722-2221. Sean Payton's from Naperville, which is only like 20 minutes from me. There um, you go. Pretty close to Chicago, maybe 35-minute drive downtown. There you go. So maybe. I'm just I'm just connecting some dots here. Three winners, three losers from week 17. Three winners, three losers. My first winner is the Arizona Cardinals. That was a game. I mean, they were going to make the playoffs regardless, but that's a game they needed to have just to prove – that they're not just a team that folds over here at the end of the season like Kingsbury has at really every stop he's been. They're one um, of my winners as well. Really big one. One yeah. of your winners as well. Yeah, I mean, to go on the um, road, it was impressive. Yeah. 
Uh, Vegas Raiders, you got to one of my yeah, winners. They, as well. uh, <laughs> they're they're a winner going on the road. I think they were twelve and a half point underdogs or ten, something like that. No, um, eight, they were seven, eight and a half, seven, six yeah. or seven point. Yeah. That's the that's still a lot in the NFL. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, now they're in a win and you're in situation. So credit them getting that done. Up and down week um, to week with them. That's yep. Them in the Chargers really. We've rode them off a couple times. Yep. And, them and the Chargers, it's kind of fitting that they're in a winning in situation. I hate it, but is I mean it's, it's the most compelling game by by a mile. Yeah. Um, my last winner, Cincinnati Bengals. We I agree, think, <laughs> three for three. I think the Bengals. They prove to the NFL that they are absolutely for real and are going to be an incredibly tough, difficult out here. Um, next couple weeks. You know, I think I said on the podcast last year. I thought Cincinnati and Miami starting this year wouldn't have a bad season for a long time. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I don't, and I don't know if I, Miami's so tough to say, I mean, you know, way more than I do. I, Uh their record might say it wasn't a great season, but they got hot for a little while. So I don't know. I I don't know. It was a product of the schedule again, but you gotta beat who you play. And it was a whole thing. But uh, speaking of the dolphins, they're one of my losers. My two. (laughs) An incredibly familiar yeah. feeling to the point where I was just kind of sitting there and letting it happen, like without I wasn't getting mad, yeah. nothing, because I knew it was going to happen. Every single year they're in this sort of situation where they're in it the final two weeks of the year and they go on the road and just get absolutely whooped. It did clear a few things up for me. Tua Tonga Vailoa is not the guy. I mean, he was on. he was horrible yesterday. He was so bad yesterday. Um, just awful. They don't have a running game. Their offensive line's terrible. Defense played well, like played. I mean, they gave up 34 points, but they played well enough to win. They kept them in at the entire game and just broke down because they were on the field the entire time and turnovers and all that. Um, I think we'll more than likely see Deshaun Watson in Miami uniform. Uh, not not thrilled about that whatsoever. Uh, I think yesterday kind of cemented it. Now, if two would have gone out and played really well, even if they lost, I think it would have eased some stuff. But it just he's he's not a good enough quarterback to win in the NFL right now. And they could have had Herbert. Could have had her. Well, I would have been incredibly he ticked off if they would have drafted. A lot of people would have. Yeah. I mean, they, they should have sucked harder and got Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, they they imploded their roster to get their franchise quarterback, and they chose they weren't bad enough, and then they ended up ch- choosing the wrong guy. It's a, it's yeah. a classic Miami Dolphin story. <laughs> the feeling yesterday was so familiar that it was yeah. it what it is. But one of my other losers, New York Giants. Me too. And I mean, I know they've won <laughs> four wins, but I'm looking at yep. the team yesterday. And I know they're without Daniel Jones. I'm like, how did this team win four games? How did Mike Pace, Mike Pace, Mike Pace, Ryan Pace, um, give Mike Glenn in that contract? He's the worst quarterback I've ever seen, <laughs> ever. He is, he is so bad. So awful. bad. Oh, um, he. They're one of my losers as well. Just, I mean, as you said, they were awful yesterday. But then Joe Judge has those comments that with all these players here, they keep telling me they want to be back. We've had players that played for us the past couple of years. They keep texting me. They want me to bring them back. Um, Bill Belichick yeah. was on the hot seat um, the year he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's he's lying straight through his teeth. Yeah, they've already gave him a vote of confidence, but yeah. it'll be interesting to see if they change their mind. They've lost by at least two touchdowns every game since they gave him they're a awful. Of confidence. They're lucky they're, they have like three top 10 picks. The Yeah, that, that helps. Uh, the New York football franchise, New Jersey football oh. franchises, I should say. Awful. Yeah, them and Jacksonville, what Jacksonville's now going to, with locking in the number one pick, they're going to have picked in the top 10, 14, last 15 years. That's pathetic. Awful. Just awful. That is pathetic. My last loser is a double, this double part loser, Antonio Brown and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. The whole thing's just a mess. I mean, that, Talk about that a was distraction. Just, uh, a distraction and a sink. I don't have, I don't feel sorry for the loser at all. I think he's mm-hmm. a loser. I think he quits on everybody. But also with the more details that came out for me in Rapport today, I think the Buccaneers didn't handle it well either. So I just think the whole situation, both sides look bad. Yep. I agree. My other, my last losers, Baltimore Ravens had a chance to stay in it or up for a majority of the game and pretty much the whole game. And the Rams came down and OBJ made a couple pretty great catches to win the game for him. Von Miller had a big sack. So they're uh, yeah. two guys they went out and got paid off for him. Yep. 
All right, let's rifle through these picks. How many points did you get last week? That's a good question. Um, let me see here. I got to look at my Yahoo app here because mm. I, I do the same for my Pick'em League as oh, I do for gotcha. How many points did you get? 104. 111. Who? I mean, I don't have enough points to beat you tonight anyway. I have Pittsburgh I, for four. So. I have Pittsburgh for one. Yep. So you won this week. That's an L. Fold the J, man. But for the first time in a long time, as my phone falls over. Not happening in a while. We have. Yeah, you get to wear the belt this week. I, I need to get myself a belt. Just <laughs> yeah, you to, do. Yeah. You do like a little foam one or something and slap uh, on a Tan and J Man Show sticker, <laughs> which you can get at Tan and J Man Show store.com. Good. Nice. Little plug um, there. New England at Miami. I got the Patriots for four. I have the Dolphins for five. I don't know why I feel like the Dolphins going are going down swing. Um, and that I, I didn't even factor that into um, maybe the Dolphins just quit since they got eliminated. If they still had something to play for, maybe. But um, I, I don't know. I have a hard time picking New England. Yeah. New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. Got the Saints for seven. Saints are still alive. I have the Falcons for six. I think the Saints are garbage. I don't um, think either team's very good. No. Al- Atlanta was still alive, too, as of yeah. yesterday, but they're they, not. I mean, Buffalo tried to keep, the hang, mm-hmm. uh, keep that game hanging around. but Josh Allen was real bad yesterday. Yeah, I know it was, was in the snow, but uh wasn't good. Jets at Buffalo. I got Buffalo for 10. I have Buffalo for 16. Jets are garbage. You always pick Buffalo for 16. It seems like that's two straight weeks. Yeah. I mean, their schedule's been pretty easy the past couple yeah. weeks. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati at Cleveland. At the Cincinnati Bengals for 11. I have Cincinnati for four. Um, Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. Even though Green Bay has already got everything clinched, they're the only team in the whole playoff field that's got their seed clinched. I think their backups are better than Detroit yeah. starters. I got Green Bay for 15. I have Green Bay for 14. I'm right there with you. Detroit's bad. Uh, Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. This was a tough one. I got the Vikings for three. I have Minnesota for nine. Um, Bears would be best served to not play Justin Fields. If right. He's any sort of banged up. Just right. put a, put him in bubble wrap and say we'll see you at OTAs in the offseason. Yep. Uh, Green Bay for 14. Or, sorry, Minnesota for nine. Uh, Washington football team at the New York Giants. I got the Washington football team, but only for six. Even though I just trashed the Giants. Yeah, I have the football team for three. Kind of the same, but I don't think the football team's very good either. No. Um, Dallas at Philadelphia. Another tough one to pick. I got Philly for two. I have Philadelphia for one. Um, They're lucky Jalen Hurts was not injured with that railing falling and all those people falling to the ground. They need to tear that stadium I've heard that stadium's a dump. It has sewage problems. Obviously has railing problems. It's it's the Oakland Athletic Stadium of the NFL. Yep. Um, Carolina at Tampa Bay. I have Tampa Bay for thirteen. I only have Tampa Bay for eight for some reason. I don't know why, but Tampa Bay for eight. Indianapolis at Jacksonville Jaguars. Got the Colts for twelve. I have the Colts for fifteen. If they lose this game, they don't they don't deserve to make the playoffs. Right, and they probably still get in. I think. Really, I think if they lose, they're pretty much out. Really? Hmm. I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I'm usually wrong. So Pittsburgh at Baltimore. We got Baltimore for eight. I have Baltimore for seven. They need Lamar Jackson back. Although Tyler Huntley hasn't, hasn't been, been bad. too bad. No. no. Tennessee at Houston. I got Tennessee for sixteen. Houston beat them earlier in the year. That's not going to happen again. Tennessee one, for th- one seat on the line. Yep. Tennessee for thirteen. Yeah. Kansas City at Denver. This is the Saturday game. Good news, Bronco fans. This means our season's over before anybody else's. Uh, yeah, it's the 4.30 Saturday game now. Uh, Chiefs for 14. I have Kansas City for 12. Um, L.A. Chargers at the Vegas Raiders. This is an interesting one. It's a Sunday Obviously, night game. Winners win in. Uh, I got the Chargers for one. I have the Chargers for two. No, yeah, this should be a good um, one. I'd prefer to see the Chargers in. Would you? I'd assume you'd prefer to see the yep, Chargers. Yep, that's why I picked them for one. <laughs> um, then we have San Francisco 49ers at the LA Rams. Trying to find this game on my sheet. Oh, I got the Rams for five. I have the Rams for 11. Um, I don't think the Rams have 
well, they still haven't. They need to win to win the division. Yeah. Uh, because Seattle, I have Rams for eleven. Seattle plays at Arizona. Got Arizona for nine. I have Arizona for ten. Last pick'em of the year. And that that is the uh, second Saturday game. No, second yeah. Saturday game is the Eagles Cowboys. Eagles Cowboys. Okay. Of course, it's NFC East. Why wouldn't they want to put the NFC yeah. East prime time? All right, let's talk some college hoops here real quick. We only have five minutes. Can you give left. me a score update because I literally have eight text messages um, on my phone. Wisconsin's up sixteen to fourteen. Purdue just had like a six-minute scoring drought or field goal drought, and they're still only down two. So that would that would be why I have so many text messages. Um, still going. They're missing threes. Travion missed a three. Jaden Ivey's missed at least two or three of them. Hmm. Um. But Wisconsin's not scoring either, so Purdue will find their footing. Um, But Big Ten play started. Bad loss for Indiana yesterday. Um, Almost bad loss for Ohio State yesterday, but they found a way to get her done. Then Michigan State won in Northwestern. Hey, Um, life on the road in Big Ten's tough. It's tough, except hopefully I don't jinx it, but Illinois won 9 of 10 Big Ten road games, which is pretty crazy, but uh, they go on the road to Minnesota. I just jinxed it. Wisconsin at Purdue. I'm taking Purdue. Yeah, I'll take the Boilers. But you know Wisconsin only won at Mackey four times in program history. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, Maryland at Iowa. Uh, give me the Hawkeyes. Give me Iowa as well. Maryland has a tough week this week. They have at Iowa tonight and then at Illinois Thursday. Talk about a team I haven't watched uh, much, Maryland. That's rough. Yeah, me either. Illinois is back from COVID pause. Um, they had 10 players test positive. And as of Wednesday... I was reading on the message board that their insider said they would have had, they had five players that could have played. Brandon Lieb would have been their starting center. And Trent Frazier would have shot the ball every single time down. <laughs> been entertained to watch. Um, not for me. Not for uh, you. They're back playing at Minnesota. Don't know how many practices, but it sounds like everyone will be able to go. It sounds like a couple guys might have to wear masks while they play though. That'll be weird. Uh, which I see one guy for Wisconsin doing that tonight. Um, Illinois at Minnesota. Illinois. Uh, give me Illinois. I think it'll be close, but uh, I think Illinois just shoots the ball too well. Uh, Michigan at Rutgers. Man, it's a tough way to start. I'm going to take Rutgers. Michigan's four-point favorites. Give me yeah. Rutgers. Yeah. I'm not going to bother about that game or that game. Uh, Maryland at Illinois. Illinois. Give me Illinois. I think they have a good chance to start out 5-0 and because they then have at Nebraska over the weekend. Um, Ohio State at Indiana. This is a game Indiana almost needs already. I'm taking Ohio State. Give me Indiana. I think no, it'll I think be a close they, one, but... I do, too. I think they I just, the road I game, though. I don't think Iowa has game. good enough guards right now. Yeah. Uh, Iowa at Wisconsin. I'm just going a lot with a lot of home teams. Give me Wisconsin. Give me Iowa. I just don't believe in Wisconsin whatsoever. Michigan, Michigan State at Michigan. Michigan needs at least one of these this week. I think Michigan State's better, but give me Michigan. Give me the home team. Yeah, give me Michigan. Uh, that's all we have time for. I'm going to hit you with the birdie bogey real quick. Okay. Do you have a book um, it this week? Oh, shoot. Um, My book it is the L.A. Chargers will win the – game against the Raiders and make the wild card. J-Man's Book Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis watching for life, home, auto, business, renters, workers, comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watching at infb.com. Did not even look at it. I have it down. That's impressive. Uh, Devin Booker became the third player ever to have ten th- to score 10,000 points and have 800 made threes before turning the age of 26. Who are the other two? You know, it's been a long episode when I was going through my mind, Birdie Bogey. I thought it was a quarterback question. I forgot it was NBA <laughs> related. Oh, crap. Um, before the age of 26. Yep. 10,000 points, 800 made threes. 10,000 points. Age of 26. Ray Allen? <laughs> no. Man. That's a lot of three-pointers, though. Kobe? No. Uh, just get. I start off 2022 with a bogey. What games? <laughs> I hate this segment. LeBron James. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Kevin Durant. Sense. Yeah, those both make sense. 
<laughs> I was just thinking three-point shooters in my head. I, I thought you'd say Steph, but that was kind of like thought well, about it, and then uh, he, he didn't get drafted until he was twenty-two, nope, right. and all that kind of stuff. Oh my but, god, uh, yeah, I'm stupid. <laughs> LeBron was stupid. eighteen, and Durant was nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. Oh, um, nice overthinking bogey there, Tanner. You deserve every bit of that one. <laughs> Thanks for watching. The At least Tanner I got the belt on my shoulder. Show. It feels a little he, better this week. He's got the belt too <laughs> to help him out there. Thanks for watching the Tanner and J-Man Show live on the ISC Sports Network. We will be back at it next Monday with another episode. Stay healthy, everybody. Peace.